Hello, my name is Rachel Lacey. Hello, my name is Deshonda Payne. Hello, my name is Erin McGuire. Hello, my name is Courtney Smith. Hello, my name is Nasha Green. All right. We are the backyard again. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to start off with Rachel giving a summary of the book. Summary of the book. No, actually, we're doing summary of the question we read, which was chapter 7 through 11 or 10. Okay. Yeah, that. Starting in chapter 7, it's Cassius, Cassius Granddad's 80th birthday. The death, policy, the death policy showed the best age to die was 80 years old. So that's when his body started shutting down. They were celebrating the final banquet with their family. <laughs> oh my throat. And friends, and friends before he passes away. Um, later on in the chapter, chapter nine, Cassia goes on a hiking trip with a boy named Kai from a different place where they try to share their experiences from their past. Lastly, to sum it up, Cassia dreams at the end that her grandfather was giving her poems that were in flowers. All right, that poem is what really this chapter is all about. But okay, anyways. So I said it was basically between the relationship between Cassia's parents. This helped us get to know the parents better. It showed how Cassia's mother was just happy because she took these pills. These pills was known as the green pill, which kept people calm and happy when they needed to be. Also, Cassia wanted to start giving it to people so she could have a great life. Go ahead, Ari. I said. I said that this chapter was about Cassia, like getting to know her parents more. And yeah, she's been, um, like, she's still stuck between Kai and Xander, like, choosing between the two. And, like, the chapter is focused on her parents and, like, her grandpa getting ready to die. So, yeah. Oh, um, this is my summary. In the beginning of this section, Cassia is faced with the decision of whether or not she should uh, incinerate Grandpa's paw. Cassia discovers that her father had destroyed it because Grandpa wanted him to. Cassia sees Kai riding it in the ground. That This catches her by surprise. Writing is illegal there, which makes her confused. She wanted to learn how to write from Kai. The compact that Kai gave her, a compass, was quite confusing. Kai hoped that this gift would help Cassia uh, have guidance whenever she feels without a direction. Okay, here are a few words that we found in the story. Everybody's going to give their own four words, and then we're going to exchange three words at the end. Four words that I found. Incineration. Incineration. Incineration means the destruction of something by wasting of wasting the wasting of material, but most likely it's by burning. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is like to be a hypocrite is to have moral standards of belief that you don't practice yourself. Semi-cultivated. Semi-cultivated. Semi means partially. Cultivated means grown on a farm. So something that's partially grown on a farm under any controlled condition. Province. Province is the principle dealing with the vision of certain countries. Here's Ashana with her four words. All right. One of the, one of the four words was chink. Chink is a narrow opening or a crack, typically one that is amidst light. 
aberration is a departure from what is normal, usually or expected one that is unwelcome. Infraction, a agreement or a violation of infringement of a law. An anorexic, a medicine which produces a loss of appetite. Um, my first word is animated, which means full of life. My second word is residence, and that's someone who lives in place. And I got pity, feel sorrow, and arbitotum, arbitotum, which is a tree, no, a botanical garden full of trees. Okay. One of my words is minuscule, which means extremely small, opulent, wealthy, despised, representing being of little worth and exemplary, which is perfect or ideal. Um, the word I have is chasm. Uh, basically, basically, it means a deep fissure uh, in the earth, rock, or another surface. Um, novelty, quality of being new, original, or unusual. Oblivion, the state of being unaware or unconscious of what is happening. And grimace, an and expression displaying disgust, pain, or riot amusement. Okay, so everybody, we're going to take a quick pause. Everybody's exchanging words. Commercial break. You like to buy green pills to keep yourself happy and calm. Okay, anyway. She's got you. She's being corny. Okay. Um, Sorry about the other distractions that is behind us. <laughs> I thought she took it for real. Them that pills that they had took on SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs, you know he had a saw that big It was big. <laughs> You have no paper. Right here, unprepared. All right. You need a pencil. Now to prepare for our discussion questions. I guess we're gonna do it a bit different. I will ask my. We all will take time. We all would take turns asking our teammates a bit of questions that we feel that was in the book and see how they feel about it. Well, not really questions we saw was in the book, but necessarily questions that we use from comprehending what we understood in the story. So, everybody, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask one of my... Anyway, everybody, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask a question, and then everybody else is going to respond. She's going to ask one of her questions. Everybody's going to respond, so we don't have to go through all sorts. One of the questions I asked was, what did you think about everybody in those in the society dying at the age of 80 or living up to that age? 
I feel that it's very weird. I feel like it's very weird because, like, I wouldn't want to know when I'm dying because, like, it would make me feel more paranoid and, like, unhappy that I'm going to end up my life. I mean, some people may want to know, even though we don't really know when we're going to die, but I think it's better not to know. So, um, I agree with Deshonda because, like, knowing what age you die, that's, like, nerve-wracking in a way because, like, I don't want to know when I'm going to die. Yeah. We had a quick commercial break. Um, um, yeah, I agree with both of them. Like, you know, just knowing when you go die is just, like, dang I feel like they should let people live to whatever age they can instead of making everybody die at age 80. Okay. Shonda, ask one of your questions. All right. Okay. So one of my questions was, will eventually, what will eventually happen when Kyle find out that he can't be Casillas' match? I think he will feel like kind of devastated in a way because like. He was really feeling Cassia, Cassia, Cassia. But yeah, I think he would feel sad because, like, I think he likes her. I think Kai will feel like, I feel like he'll feel, like, abandoned and upset because he told Cassia a lot of his personal business, such as, like, um, how his mom died and, like, when it when she died, and that was very personal and, like, secure information for him and that he had to share that to somebody and then she has to leave him it's going to be very heartbreaking um yeah he'll be sad um knowing that he gotta most likely live alone I think that he's disappointed because he wanted to be matched with her and she was matched with someone else. Gary asked a question. My question is. My question is, how do you think Cassia feels having to choose between two of her childhood friends? Are you going to answer my question? Huh? What you say? How does Casilla feel having to choose between two of her childhood friends? Well, I feel that, I mean, it's going to be a bit difficult for her to choose because, like, she really found, like, love at first sight for Xander, even though they was best friends for a long time. But then she meet Kai, which is another one of her friends, and, like, that's very debatable. If that's a word. I feel like Kai and Xander are very comparable because, like, Kai, Kai, Kai was very open to her. He showed her new things. Although she's been around Xander all her life, it was, like, it was different when she opened up with Kai. So she probably has mixed feelings for them just based off of her and Xander just having history and her and Kai having a good connection. Courtney, ask a question that she has. 
Um, a question that I have is, how do you think the compass will be useful to um Cashier? Wait, actually, actually, never mind. Why do you think Kai gave her a compass? I think that he gave her a compass, like, she ever get lost, she might have to find her way home, you know? You never know. I think he gave her a compass because she he knows that she likes to hike, and there was also parts in the, of the poem that were talking about direction. So I think that's why he gave her a compass. Um, I I kind of feel that he gave her a compass because I think he may try to tell her to follow her direction of the compass, basically because like he might not be choose chose, but. I mean, he, he wants be, her to follow her own like dreams. Yeah, because you know, you know that this story is based off society. They, society always making their decisions, but he want her to use the compass to find her own decision to make. I think that God gave the compass to help her like to guide her to life. And to help her out because he couldn't be that sad. Okay. You got a question? Who do you think would be the better match for for Cassia, Kai or Zendis? Who do you think would be the better match for Cassie? I think I think Xander would be the very the better match for Cassie because they have more history together and she knows him better. I say Xander too because like he they grew up together more than just Kyle. Like they met each other when they was probably younger, but Xander know more about her. I mean, he may know some feelings of how she feel in her life, but yeah. I think that Xander would be the better match because, like, they've been together. Cassia and Xander have been together um, more than Kai and Cassia. So, like, he knows more about her. He, like, knows what she does, what she likes, what she doesn't like. So, okay. Now everybody is going to share one quote and how it uses figurative language from the story. It could be a simile, a personification, metaphor, imagery, hyperbole, etc. One of the quotes I have from the novel is, um, hope shoots through my veins like adrenaline. Connie, page 115. Um, when she says this, Cassie had hope in the moment that there was still a possibility to get her grandpa's tissue, so she compared it to the hope rushing through her veins as adrenaline rushes through you when you have energy. Okay, so first quote says, The book backs are broken. Their bones delicate fall out. Kadi, page 127. Then another one that went to it was the bones crack under their boots like leaves. Kodi, 127. This was like a metaphor in assembly because it compares the books to how they are broken with using like or I mean with using like or without and without using it too. No one can ever really come in and when it's time to let them, we don't know how. 
Kandai 190. So this is a metaphor, and I chose this quote because when she wants to tell Xander, like, what's going on with her, like, how she feels, she really can't because she's trying to choose between Kai and the rules of society, like, Um, my quote is, it settles on a point, but I still spend wondering where to go. Uh, Kindy 185. Um, this is a metaphor. Basically, uh, Cassia compares herself to the needle on a compass. The needle is able to point in the direction while she feels lost. Okay. Everybody will be sharing or presenting their artwork at this moment. If they don't have artwork that can be read, then I'll just read my artwork and we'll continue and everybody will just say what they did. So for my artwork, I decided to create a poem. Um, I decided to create this poem based off the grandfather's death and a suspicion of the age that they died at such an early age. Here's the poem that I shall present. I call this poem Secrets of the Veil. Everybody has a day they'll die, whether it's today, tomorrow, or the 4th of July. Families will be sad. Friends will cry. Yeah, everyone has a day they'll die. Age 80 at most is the age you'll live. They'll set up a banquet and flowers they'll give. Children will gather from house to house, all at the banquet they'll weep about. All in all, everyone knows the day they shall die. However, there is hope in families who keep tissues nearby. Streets, secrets of the bill. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I Thank you. Thank you. you guys, that poem was like inspirational. Like, I mean, it may have some tears and some laughing and joy, but yeah, that was the poem from heart from her heart. What do you guys think about the poem? So Deshana, what do you think? I feel that her poem was like touching. Like, I mean, it shows more of how the more of the story was it gave information about the story without even like put it into like actual words it was like in a poem which was very very exciting every how did you feel about the poem i feel that poem was very like was nice it was very inspirational like i felt that because i read the book and i know that like when you get to a certain age, like eighty or something, you're gonna die. So yeah, the poem really related to the book. Um, that poem, <clears throat> it was excellent. It was Oscar winning. Um, nominated, I mean nominated. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I will win that trophy. And it it just talks about the story. Um, I thought her poem was inspirational and it was very touching. Okay, that is um closing this out. Everyone else did manual things or things that you could hold or you know projects, so we can't really present those. But I can present, but it's like well, Deshonda she did green pills to represent the book. 
Courtney did a pillar, which are pills stacked up on top of each other as a pun. Um, Courtney is going to say the meaning of what she, she drew on her paper. Um, so, like Rachel said, I have a pillar, and it's a play on words of pill. And basically, the red pill is what's holding the green and the blue pill. So I believe that the red pill is kind of like the where it will, if somebody uses the red pill, then they won't have no use for the green or the blue pill because I believe that the red pill is probably used when you turn 80, so you kill yourself. All right, so I mean, mine's just not really visual because like this doesn't feature a camera. But like I mean, you hear the you hear the green pills like it's in a medicine container, you know. But you know, it symbolizes the happiness and joyness and calmness of when you take these pills. Like I call it the green satisfied pills because they satisfy your life and your happiness and your emotions. Thank you and have a great day. So I brought um a campus because you received the campus compass from her um from her friends. So yeah, I brought a compass. Compass. Do you guys want to close out? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for um, attending our talk, our book talk of today. Um, this book talk was recorded April fifteenth, Monday, from like it was like it started at eight twenty, and it's starting off at eight. I mean eight eight o'clock, and it's finishing at eight twenty nine. We have come here with Rachel, Deshonda, Ari, Courtney, and Naja. Thank you for coming to our book talk.